This episode is brought to you by Skiing. What everyone does at the snow to kill time before they get maggoted on small batch artisanal gin. Skiing. Striving for mediocrity in a world of excellence, this is The Chaser Report. Hello and welcome to The Chaser Report for Tuesday the 17th of August 2021. Charles and Gabby, welcome back to the most fun hour of our day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the um, So the curfew has come in in Melbourne. Yes. Oh. Yeah. So the curfew now- that was rejected by New South Wales Health every time they asked at every single press conference which mm. probably means curfews are a very good idea. Yeah, I know. But the interesting thing is I've been running a bit of an experiment about this. Really? Because I have already been under curfew. Really? How did that happen? Yeah. I've Well, so what I've been doing is I've been not going out after 9pm. Yeah. I've not been taking any drugs or mixing with any young folk after 9pm. Oh, that's Not great. going on any pub crawls, mm. not hashing any strangers. Um, I haven't been hanging out in playgrounds at night. These are all things that are going to be banned under the curfew. Um, I'm not even going to – I haven't been doing any nangs or toking any joints. This just um, sounds like you in the 90s, Charles. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. I was there, Gabby. I was there. Yeah. That's, that's I said Charles that as in the somebody 90s. who met you this year. Uh, I just figured that that would be yeah. your life in the 90s. Except it wasn't well, cool. Don't get the impression the that it was cool in any way. curfew of middle age. I'm under oh. the curfew. Oh, did I ruin the joke? In terms, of, in terms of expert medical opinion, which is my opinion. Of course. It works because I have not contracted corona once this pandemic with this particular curfew. So therefore, it definitely works. And Andrew, Daniel. I, yeah, it's good to know we won't enforce it in New South Wales, isn't it? Well, I like the situation, because what I do, given that my daughter now chooses to go to sleep at 11.30pm despite being three. What a rager. Is when what? she's done, when she finishes, I go for a walk. So I go for late night walks and I don't see a soul. Can't I do relate. not see a soul. I saw one person one time and before, you know, Go she on. just walked past no. me and she put on a mask. She literally put a mask on to walk past me. So it's very safe. I'm no. the, the creepy no. looking scary guy late at night on the roads. No, so speaking gonna- as a woman, going late night walking is not something any of us do voluntarily. Uh, no. so, I mean, I'm almost jealous of your late night walks, not because it's a way around COVID, more because you can do it. I know. It, it, I feel very lucky. I'll probably get stabbed tomorrow, but nevertheless. It's a uh, luxury. You to put a mask to stab you. Yeah, <laughs> to get some it, revenge. Yeah. <laughs> in today's show, Dave Milner of the Shot is going to talk about uh, curfews. I'm sure in Melbourne, as their state prolongs its suffering. Plus, I am going to take you on a trip into the future. Not a, not a, not appealing. Yeah. Slightly yes. scary. <laughs> Like I'm a, glad you're under like curfew, Charles. I wouldn't want to run. My death. I wouldn't want to run into that guy late at night. Usually, they're very good gadgets. <laughs> Terrible gadgets. I mean, this one's actually a very good gadget. So, Doc- Doctor Who would be such a different show if you played the Doctor. Charles. Yeah, yeah. The Doctor would become a horror series. But first, let's go uh, to Rebecca Tanamino uh, in the Chaser Newsroom. It's been a challenging few months in New South Wales as authorities try to contain the COVID Delta outbreak. The Berejiklian government has called in more troops to stop the spread of the highly contagious airborne virus by going from home to home, door to door and visiting every single family in the affected area. 
Following the Taliban's takeover of Kabul, their specific plans for forming a Taliban government is still relatively unknown. While most media networks are keeping an eye on the unfolding situation, Sky News claims they have irrefutable proof that the Taliban have appointed Dan Andrews as Afghanistan's interim president. QAnon followers who believe Donald Trump would be reinstated as President of the United States following a stolen election were embarrassed today as their prediction failed to happen for the 208th day in a row. Now sources close to Q are adamant that it will happen on day 209. That's the latest Chaser news you can't trust. I'm Rebecca Dayunamuno. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. This episode brought to you by Skiing. The best way to injure yourself while strapped to two planks. Skiing. So in the intro to today's podcast, we heard Charles's extremely ill-informed theories about curfew, but here's someone who actually knows what it's like to live under a curfew, Dave Milner of The Shot House. He's decided at theshot.net.au. Hello, Dave. Hey, Dom. How you doing? I can hear from the tone of your voice that probably about as well as you. Yeah. I've been listening to corn today. I don't do that very often. I haven't done nice. that since I was, yeah. Um, I'm feeling unhinged. You're feeling corny? Corny. Apoplectic is the best word I can think of at the moment, to be perfectly honest. It's a great word for corn. But surely you read the very uplifting article on the weekend by Peter Credlin praising Gladys Berejiklian. Mm. I mean, what it's actually done is made me embarrassed to be a journalist. No, seriously, I'm just absolutely furious and I don't know what these people think the point of their fucking jobs is, to be perfectly honest. But I think, to be honest, I don't think Peter Credlin is a journalist, technically. Isn't she a former staffer who's now just a sort of acolyte of Murdoch? She gets to run around and pretend, and everyone else that is a journalist gets to keep that mirage going and pretend yeah. she's a fucking journalist too. And I just think everyone can see this shit for what it is. What's your thinking on the curfew that Daniel Andrews brought in yesterday afternoon? What I think they actually do is just remind people how fucking serious this is. That's what compulsory mass outdoors was about as well. Like it's like you put you step outside, you put it on, instantly all the other rules are more real, all the other rules are more present in your mind. That's kind of the point. Like it sucks. It's a shit thing. Yeah, I vividly remember like pacing up and down the wall, just wanting to go outside at 9 p.m. in the depths of last year. The thing is, we introduced a whole suite of measures, 15 of them at the same time, and they ultimately worked. We don't know which one it was that made the difference. Mm. Mm. Try them all so we can get out of this quicker because it's a fucking nightmare, as you guys are now experiencing now. What you got to understand, Dave, is that this state, we specialise in the belated tinker. We wait a few months until what we've tried hasn't worked, and then we very slightly adjust it. And then when that doesn't work in another month, then we slightly adjust it again. And that's why we have the high 400s at the moment here in New South Wales. 
God, this is depressing. Mm, it is, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, you're right. Like the thing that got us through last year was just this vague sense that actually this was a sensible approach and it was going to work and it did. Your media is being far more supportive than ours was. That really did compound our misery. So at least you don't have that. Mm, yeah. At the same time, getting fired up and just having something to rage against really does help you get through these days when you've got fuck all else to do. But listen to corn. Like, what the fuck am I doing? It's ridiculous. No, corn's great. No, I defend the corn decision. I will say Melbourne have the one up on us because by this point in their lockdown, their cases were actually going down um, and ours are going up an escalator. But I will say the one thing that we have on Melbourne is that Sydney residents are going to emerge from this quantum physicists. We are going to emerge from this lockdown fucking intelligent because we have to have an Einstein level of fucking mathematic theory to understand what's going on. Yes. But Dave, I just want to ask, how do you get through the days where you feel like nothing matters, nothing will ever change and it's just all meaningless? Because that's where I'm at. I just, there just seems to be no solving anything at this point. Well, I mean, first you need to accept that it is all meaningless and there is no solving anything. That's the first point. It's the acceptance thing. And then it's about, looking for just new combinations of things like, you know, 200 and fuck knows days into this. And so I've done everything now. Like I got like yesterday, I got a bit baked and watched an anime about a flying pig that is a fighter pilot. I hadn't done oh, that before. That's a good one. I've it's seen that one. New combinations. Yeah, um, combinations, right. Yeah, I've been thinking about heroin. Heroin. Yeah. No, no, that's. Not that I one. I don't think that's. I don't think it's. As someone that's done lots of lockdown, Fair. I don't think mm. it's a great call. I just thought because I'm in a controlled environment, which is always the advice everybody told you about hard drugs. It's like make sure you're at home first time. And now I'm always at home <laughs> with heroin. I could pretend I'm somewhere else. <laughs> Fuck the you know doses of hope or whatever they're called from Poland. Let's get some. Let's get some heroin from Afghanistan. It's yeah. all about a balance between healthy coping mechanisms and unhealthy coping mechanisms. And you do you. Heroin, listening to corn, those sorts of things, probably best not to do. But um, on yeah. a par. I just feel like this podcast has become an encapsulation of the broader situation, right? Like uh, we, we started it to reflect the news and give people a, like a daily sense of what's going on and how to laugh at it at the same time. The problem is that every day what's going on is exactly the same and that there's no actual way to laugh at it. So other than that, it's going great. One of the things that I think you'll experience when you do get out of this is just how compressed the memory of it will become. Mm. And that's because you literally have lived the exact same day a hundred times, 200 times. It's a really unnerving sensation when you try to think back on it and you can't, and it feels like 12 days have gone past in retrospect. I know that for last year, I mean, we're much shorter here, but still the eight weeks. Yeah, it feels like one day where I ran around the park with my daughter. I just did that day 50 times or something. There you go. Yeah. So that goes to show that at one point, most of this will be expunged from our memories, except we'll have the podcast to look back on to make all those traumatic moments come back to life. Also, the trauma doesn't go away. You'll have that to remind you as well. Oh, God. Sorry, Dom. Thanks, Dave. Well, it it is certainly- A nice change to reflect on the misery of your situation as well as the misery of our own. Thank you for diversifying our sources of misery today. Hey, Team team Australia, miserable together. Yay. That's the new campaign slogan for both parties. (laughs) I hope corn works for you, Dave, because I hope something does. Mm, It's not, mate. It's really not, but yeah. I keep thinking corn. You've watched Groundhog Day. It's a great movie. I've been watching that every day. That's going to hit too hard. (laughs) That's going to hit too hard. 
One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. The Chaser Report is brought to you by Skeen. It's the expensive white powder that's legal. It's now time for a very special edition of... Welcome to the future. You love doing that, don't you, Charles? Yep. And look, usually this segment's about crap Bluetooth products that don't work, right? What? You're varying your proven formula? I am changing that formula today because listen to this. That is the sound of the future, guys. That what, is that the sound, sound of the What do you think it is? A Foley artist not getting paid enough money? <laughs> An Amazon worker trudging after a long day when they haven't been able to piss? Close. Close, Dom, close, but no. Because this worker or pair of legs, as it is, doesn't get to feel pain or happiness or oh sadness. Oh, my God. Don't tell me it's one of those chilling Boston Dynamics robots. Yes! It's it's like... Uh, it's no. from I don't think it's Boston Dynamics, but it, it's from MIT, and they have created a robot. It's the first robot that can autonomously walk five kilometres. Hate right? that. And this Hate is it that. going for a job, right? Oh, my God. And, um, look, I'll just give you a little bit of a statistic. Guess how many legs there are on Earth? Legs on, like on Earth? Any pairs of legs on Earth? Yeah. Are we counting centipedes or like yeah, what? all of them. 10 trillion. No, no, no. It's 61 quintillion legs on Earth. Oh. <laughs> yeah, and so there's now 61 quintillion and two legs on this Earth, right? Let me just paint a picture of these legs, right? Because they're pretty amazing. Right? They're just legs, right? So there's no torso, there's no head. It's just legs. And they look like they're just falling forward the whole time. So you sort of constantly go, oh, d- don't trip over. Right. And they trudge around and um, they completely lack grace. But guess what they will be able to do in the future? Advise you that visual things don't work very well for podcasts? <laughs> no, Dom. Um, uh, help, help people walk. Is that the idea? Uh, yeah. Are, yes. they, are they for that people? That is correct. Oh, That's wow. one of the three, three key uses they reckon are Delivering packages, managing warehouses, and helping old people in their homes. Oh, but not so not new legs for people who can't walk. No, 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 no. You gotta think about the, all the uses that will make Amazon more profitable oh. in the future. And these are the three ones. So that old people can get to the door to pick up their packages. So, yeah, the packages. Get yeah. delivered by the legs no. outside the front of it's the door. It's enormously encouraging to think mm. that very, very soon all the people who've been getting by during this pandemic by doing Manual delivery work and Uber Eats mm. and delivery and all. And, you know, dropping off all the Amazon parcels, they'll all be out of a job. Yeah, we can get legs. rid of all of them in one fell swoop. And the thing is, these legs can do five kilometres in 53 minutes. Do you know how fast that is? No, I don't do sport. It's not very fast. but Okay. But the really good news is that they Fun's only needed me. one battery charge 
and it lasted right. 53 minutes, which is just amazing, right? Like, the, like imagine being able to walk for 53 minutes. <laughs> this is the future, man. It is true, though, that that 53 minutes included six and a half minutes of having to reset it. <laughs> <laughs> it, um, it overheated. At one point, and sounds um, like me. This thing, and then another another time. So one, I mean, it's called the Gabby. Yeah. <laughs> one time, when I over, walk for five kilometers, I too need a six minute reset. <laughs> it, had to, it had to. They had to just wait for it to cool down a bit, and then another time. This is honestly true. Um, and remember, it's not walking that fast. It. Uh, it tried to turn uh, and it was and it was going too fast and so it fell over and of course if it falls over then that's game over it um I can't ride itself can't yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but other than that that is the future i feel Legs. like there are two kind of contradictory conclusions from this the yeah. first is that we're definitely all going to be replaced by robots particularly anyone with a low income job it's just over yes. but the second yes. thing is that that's quite a way off. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Exactly. I just, my, the arrogance of humankind always surprises me for some reason. Like how many movies are there about how this is going to end badly mm. for us? Mm. There are so many sci-fi films where it's like the film starts, we think it's a great idea to help the economy. And by the end of the film, guess what? Oh my God, never saw it coming. All the robots turned bad and killed everybody. And yet we just made it happen. It's a cliche that technology will decide to destroy us. But to be honest, at this point in the pandemic, I think we're just all deciding to, deciding to destroy <laughs> us. We don't even need technology to do it. It's now the patently obvious that we just aren't fit for this world. Yeah, the murderer can only murder based off the coding that the murdered put into it. <laughs> is that a term for yeah. a murdered person? Murdered? So what no? I'm hearing is that we should just let the world burn. Well, maybe we can use the overheating legs to burn it. <laughs> yeah, just send them into various furnaces around the country. Just- <laughs> there is one use I reckon the legs could have, considering that they're clearly not long-distance cross-country runners yet. I wouldn't mind a pair of legs just to go from my bed to the fridge. <laughs> oh, yeah, that would like, be handy. Like, I hate the idea that it will put people out of a job, but currently there's no one employed to do that in my house, so it can only be an asset. <laughs> Actually, you, I've changed my mind. If this thing can be a drinks waiter, bring it on. Just, just right? keep them coming, robot. Just keep them coming. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. The Chaser Report is brought to you by Skiing, a great way to meet people who are really into negative gearing. Skiing.
just before we go, I, I saw uh, this week that there's been a new rule set up by a coalition senator at the ABC for ABC staffers to dob on each other. Like really? Tip off line. Yeah. Like ABC or something. I don't know. It hasn't got a name, but they probably should name it something like that. But yeah, you can you can dob in your co-workers for, for uh, being biased. In the workplace. And it's been set up by Sarah Henderson, isn't it? The yeah. Senator. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think my favorite thing is just the idea that anybody working at the ABC wants to dob on anyone. <laughs> I mean, they have a lot of investigative journalists there who are quite good at, like, dobbing on people. <laughs> so it's the notion that there's a, a brutal left-wing cabal that is suppressing ABC staff from expressing their opinions, and so they need outside assistance to complain. Is that is that the basis of this? Well, yeah, that's as much as I've gathered. I've also gathered, like, recently they were told in in their social media that they can't, they have, like, everything that they like from their yeah. social media has to be balanced. And I love the idea that in a court of law, if somebody accused you of being unbalanced you then have to go through the history of each individual person's activity on social media and prove that they were being equal with everything that they shared and i just think if i if i ever had to do that god forbid but if i ever had to be pulled up and then have to go through every single page that i've ever liked on instagram or facebook or twitter fuck that would reveal some things about my personality that i don't want anyone knowing and and does that apply to politicians as well like does greg hunt if he likes say bbw come dumps to 69 you would think (laughs) Does he then also have to, like, I don't know, some sort of... Prove his job is worth having? Yeah, no, he doesn't have to. You know, shows a balance in his tastes. No, no, lucky for him, he can go around liking all of the cum pumper posts he (laughs) wants. Um, But also, also, do you think that um, there needs to be a hotline for... For MPs, like if Greg Hunt is feeling oppressed by Sarah Henderson and wants to complain, yes. he's been shamed about his uh, social media history. Yeah, maybe well, we need to I set mean, up a hotline for them. I think before a hotline gets set up in Parliament, they should maybe set up, I don't know, like some HR or something. Um, because Make even this, yeah, just yeah. just somewhere to complain anyway. Not mm. not necessarily an email. They need a mediator. Um, they need some way for desks to file complaints, yeah, I'm thinking. Yeah. I think we should post a link. We'll p- post a link to the email address so that people can complain about the ABC. Because I think that people... We don't want to stoke the flame, do we, Charles? Yes, I think we want to, you know, compli- get people to complain about the ABC no longer having any Chaser TV shows. Anything that... Oh, my God. They really aren't lying when they say everything's promo with you, aren't they? Don't... Ch- Charles, we don't want to get a TV show off the basis of... Complaint, but, but that's that's how Sean McAuliffe gets all his shows up. Charles, oh. don't you think that if you were able to convince the masses to complain by this form, the masses would already be like Are complaining? Yeah, oh, yeah like if there was true. a big popular demand for more Chaser yeah. TV shows, wouldn't that already exist we have as a, a demand? Show, Charles, yeah, <laughs> and God knows why we don't, given the high caliber content of the yeah. last couple of weeks. That's right. Who knows? Mm. I'm thinking of making a, a the Corona depressing hour. Yeah. <laughs> The chasers slow slide into absolute misery. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the chasers th- war on sanity. Yeah. Great. So basically, I'm understanding that commissioning decision at this point, Charles. With all respect to you and everyone else. Uh, okay. Well, you know, have a good day. <laughs> That's the best sign-off ever. That's the greatest (laughs) sign-off so far in this whole podcast. We are going to try and address the, just if you've made it this far in this episode, which I doubt, we're going to try and address this issue um, in our our content. We have really good uh, segments from... Yeah, we just can't talk about what's going on because it's too awful. So we're going to talk about specific things that are not locked down, all right? That's what we're going to do. Don't leave us a review today, please. (laughs) But if you're going to, if you're going to do it... um, 
slow descent into misery maybe is the code word to use. I'm not going to mention who sponsored this today, um, but we have to, I do have to say that we're part of the ACAST Creator Network. Sorry, ACAST. Catch you tomorrow when we won't be doing the same episode as usual. Can I cry now? Is it all right if I cry? You yes, weren't you can already cry. crying? I've been crying this whole time. Oh. Catch you tomorrow oh, for Charles. an episode that won't be like the last 20 episodes the way that this one was. Bye. Fuck, this is going to need an edit. Jesus Christ.